Okay, today we're going to do Tainus Staff Tes Zayin. What we're going to discuss after going through that long Mishnah that went through the whole Seder Tefillah on the Yom Tainus, or at least on the last seven fast days, the Gemara is going to pose six questions about some of the details of that Seder Tefillah to just try to explain why we do all of the unusual things we do during that Tefillah. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the Shaliach Tzibur, what his qualifications need to be. The Gemara at the end of Amad Alf is going to give ten qualifications of the ideal Shaliach Tzibur and make a comment about how rare it is to find the ideal Shliach Sibor. Along the way, we're going to talk a little bit about the tshuva of the people of, Anche, of, 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 of Ninveh in the times of Yonah. And then on Amid Beis, which is uh, certainly most of the meat of today's Davos on Amid Aleph, but on Amid Beis, we're going to talk a little bit about the idea that in the Beis Amigdash, instead of answering Amen, they would answer Baruch Shem Kvod Malchusel Liolam Va'ed. So let us begin. We left off at Tazayin Amid Aleph at the top, at the three lines from the top, four lines from the top, at the two that's Rechov, Teva, Vesakim, Efer, Efer, Kvuro, Maria, Simen. A Simen, for all the things we're going to say in, in, in between here and where the wide lines begin, are those words. And we'll see why it's a Simen. Six questions, as I mentioned, about the, the, uh, the details of the Tefillah on the Yom Atinus. Question number one. Lama Yotzen L'Rechov. Why would we go down out to the town square in order to be Mispalel? So, B'chia Barabba, Omar, Lomar, Za'aknu, Betzina, Valona, Enenu, Nevaza, Atzmenu, B'farhesia. So, Rabbi Chiyah Bar Abba says, it's a way of expressing that we tried to daven in private and it didn't work. We tried to daven in the confines of a shul and it didn't work. So now we're going to be mevaza ourselves publicly and maybe that will work. Maybe the bizayun should be a kapara and a Kodesh Baruch Hu will answer at filos when we're mevaza ourselves. Reish Lakish says, no, it's a different idea. Galinu galoseinu mechaperas aleinu. Look, we've exiled ourselves. So maybe our exile, our galus, the fact that we're out of shul should be mechaper for us. My What's enough kamina? Whether it's a din in galus or whether it's a din in bizoy of the tzibur. Enough kamina would be if they went from one shul to another. So they did go through galus because they exiled themselves from their shul, but they never went through this public humiliation because they are just now in a, another shul. So that that would be the uh, the enough kamina. The Rambam in Hilchos Tefillah Perik Yudalif. The Rambam writes Rechovah Shalir. The reason we go to the Rechovah Shalir the Ram gives a third reason not mentioned in the Gemara at all he just says that there are too many people if, uh, on a fast day everyone's going to come to shul not everyone comes to shul on a weekday it's always one of the miracles of Judaism that on Shabbos morning the shul is packed and uh, on Tuesday morning the shul is not packed how does that happen? so one explanation is multiple minyanim on Tuesday mornings not necessarily the same on Shabbos but also not everyone comes to shul during the week or all the time on a time we're going to have everyone gathering together to daven together. So, uh, so that's going to be a uh, that, that's going to be a problem, a, a, a logistical problem in any shul. So we have to go out to the to the to the to the town square where everybody is going to fit. The problem, of course, is that it doesn't say that in the Gemara. So where, where did the Rambam see it? Some of the Echonim suggest he must have had a different gears in the Gemara where it does suggest this as one of the reasons. But it certainly doesn't appear in our girsa of the uh, the Gemara. Now the idea that we're mevaza ourselves bifarhesia in the Sefer Oruch Mesharim explains that we're coming to do Chuvas HaMishkal so Kenega the Averus that we did Betzina we already were Zoic Betzina we already cried HaKosh Baruch Betzina and Kenega the Averus that we're doing bifarhesia in order to balance that out we have to cry out bifarhesia in uh, the Mesivta quotes in the Sefer Lishmoa Bilimudim who says that the Averus that, that come from Gaivas Haruach Averus come from two basic sources 
There's Gaivas HaRuach and there's Taivas HaChomer. Sometimes a person feels arrogant, feels haughty, feels like he can get away with anything, and sometimes he just has Taivas, he just really wants things. So uh, now we're coming to be masaking both of the causes for sin. So Kineged Gaiva, we're Mavaz ourselves, it's the opposite of Gaiva. Kineged Taiva, we go through Golos, and that's why we have the uh, the two reasons in the Gemara, the fact that it's Golos, that we're, we're, uh, we're doing the exact opposite of Taiva. Taiva is the comforts of home, it's enjoying, it's pleasure. When you go out of you go out of your comfort zone. You have to leave from the comforts of home. So that's the opposite of taiva, and certainly bizayon, uh, being mevaz ourselves, is the opposite of gaiva. Good question number two. Why would they bring out the Arun Kodesh right to the middle of the of the city? They're trying to say the message is that we had this Klitsnua. This uh, Arun Kodesh is a is a Klitsnua, and now it is uh, it's it's being uh, it's being humiliated because of our sins, because of what we had done. There is a well-known minag Yisrael that when a Sefer Torah falls, Rahman al-Islan, that people fast upon the falling of a Sefer Torah. In the Chuvas Dibre Chaim, Tess, he was asked about a certain uh, kihila where the Gabai didn't want to sleep in shul at night because he was the only one, uh, he would have been the only one there and he was a little scared. So he left at night and the next day he comes back to the base Medrash and the whole place is ransacked and the, t- the Sefer Torah were, uh, were thrown in the garbage were and they wanted to know what to do. So the Divri Chaim says that the minig is, the minig of B'nai Ashkenaz is to fast when the Sefer Torah falls, even when Tefillin falls, the minig is to fast. And then the Divri Chaim says, Pashtus is, there is no mucker whatsoever for that minig. You can learn through all the Shaz, doesn't say anywhere that you fast when a Sefer Torah falls. And he says, some say a smach for the minig is a Yerushalmi and Sota, that it says, Arush Yakum is Divri Torah Zos. So what does it mean, uh, what's the Torah Nafelas, that it says, Arush Yakum is Divri Torah Zos. So Yerushalmi says, that's a Chazan and the Ramban explains all that Torah, it means a chazan that's not make him a Sifrei Torah la'amidon ketik non shloi that it's a chazan that doesn't put the Sifrei Torah back in the Aron Kodesh securely enough that they shouldn't fall. So such a person who doesn't take care of the Sifrei Torah, doesn't protect the Sifrei Torah well enough, is Bechlal Arur. So how does a person avoid being Bechlal Arur? A person fasts to avoid being Bechlal Arur. So the Debrei Chaim says, I don't think that's really the Makara. What does that say? Anything about a fast? And that would only work for the Gabbai and the Chazan Knesses, that's not our minig. The minig is that everyone who's in the shul fasts when, uh, when a Sefer Torah falls. doesn't seem to be that that's the minig. I once met a person who... Um who was newly orthodox. They had previously davened at a conservative shul, and I asked, what made you uh, change from the conservative shul to the orthodox shul? Said, so she said she was in shul on, uh, on, I think it was on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur, and the Sefer Torah fell in the conservative shul, and everyone was stunned, everyone like gasped, and the rabbi got up and he said, don't worry, it's no big deal. It's just a, it's just a Sefer. So uh, she said, that was it. That was, uh, that, this is something that Minig Yisrael is, that we, we fast, this is something terrible. But where does this Minig come from? So Debrei Chaim says that uh, maybe the source is from our Sugya. That, uh, the Gemara says that the reason we bring the Sefer Torah with the, uh, the, the Aron Kodesh to the Rechovah Shaliyar and Tainios is to show that it's a Kalitz and it's Nespaz Abavonosenu. So you see that the Avonos cause Bizoyon HaTorah. So if something happens that's a Bizoyon HaTorah, that should 
lead us to the conclusion that there must have been some terrible Avera. How do we take care of our Averos? We fast in order to, uh, to solve the problem of our Averos. So it's, it's, it's our Gemara, meaning that's what exactly, we're fasting in our, our we're learning Mesachas Titus. It is all about fasting. So we, we, we're, we're making the connection in the other direction. Over here we're saying we're fasting, we know that our Averos caused the Bizayin Torah, are causing Bizayin Torah. So when we see Bizayin Torah, we can make the assumption that it was caused by our Averos and therefore should be rectified through a fast. So the Divrei Chaim says that it's appropriate to be Gozer Tainus and everyone in that shul uh, for a Bahab, Sheni Chamishi Vesheni. And someone who's not able to do that, someone who's not healthy enough to be able to fast, so she gives Tzedakah a decent amount of money to Tzedakah. The Chida, however, writes that there's no Chiv to fast when a Sefer Torah falls Mekradin. It's only a Minag that people have done. And uh, the Svari is that we need Kapara for Zilzal of the Sefer Torah. So we try to fast in order to achieve that, uh, that, that Kapara. That's the, the whole idea. But again, it doesn't have a strong source. But the Chaim suggests our Gemara might be the strongest source for fasting when a Sefer Torah falls. Question number three in the Gemara about our practice on a fast day. Why is everyone wearing sackcloth on a fast day? Why does it mention anything about wearing sackcloth in the Mishnah? So that we showed him point out, what kind of question is this? If you actually look back in the Mishnah, the Mishnah didn't say anything about anyone wearing sackcloth. So what the, I mean, the Gemara is questioning all the hanhagas that we have on a fast day. So why, why is everyone wearing sackcloth? It didn't say anywhere that everyone was wearing sackcloth. So this is a discussion in the Rishon of the Ritva and others suggest that uh, since the minig is minig um, mefursim, that on a fast day, that's what people do. So the Gemara is just assuming that everyone knows that's the minig, even though the Mishnah never said it. And the Gemara is saying, why is that the minig Yisrael? Why is it that people do it? Others say that, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it is... It does appear in the Mishnah. It doesn't say it explicitly in the Mishnah, but in the speech, in the psych-up speech that's given in the Mishnah, is lo nemer It doesn't say by that Kodesh Baruch Hu saw their sackcloth. Rather, it says that he saw that he did tshuva, and that's what that's what made Kodesh So, what does it mean? Why would we mention that it doesn't say that Kodesh Baruch Hu saw the sackcloth? It must be we're working with the assumption that everyone's wearing sackcloth there. So we're saying that's not going to do it alone. We need something more than just the the sack. That's how the Meiri understands. Stands uh, in the question of the Arab Gemara. So again, why the sackcloth? To give the message that we are chashuv like a behema, we're considered like a behema, and that's why we wear sackcloth, which is from uh, goat skins. Question number four. Why do we put ashes on top of the Aron? As a way of saying, that not only do we have ashes on our heads, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu joins us in the Tzara. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also, so to speak, going through the Tzaras with us. And all of the Tzaras of Klal Yisrael, there's Tzara for Hashem as well. Rabbi Zera says that the first time I ever saw that they put Efer Makla on, on the Aron Kodesh, he says it shook me up so much. And here's the notion that it should shake us up when we see Bizayin of Sefer Torah, meaning the reaction of the members of that conservative shul when the Sefer Torah fell to gasp and to be shaken up. That's the appropriate reaction. I was totally shaken up. In fact, the Rambam writes in Ilchus Taniyos, Kidei Lahagdil Es Bechia Ula Hachnia Libam. 
That's the reason we uh, we put the afer on the on the sefer Torah to 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 create a sense of crying and to create a sense of humility. And the uh, the the Sfasema says, where does Ram get that from? That that's what it's for. Some of the Gemara, the Gemara said that it's because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in Sar. How does it tell us that it's like libam and to shake us up? He says he gets it from Rabbi Zera. Rabbi Zera's reaction is the source is the source for the uh, for, for the Rambam. Good. Okay. Further, why is it that we put ashes on each and every individual's head? So, that's One suggests it's to it's to say that we are to express that we are considered like ashes. That it's not stam that we're low like ashes, but rather to remind us of akedas yitzchak. My benayhu. What's enough kamina between the two reasons? Ika benayhu afar stam. Nafkamina is: Do you need to use ashes or can you use dirt? Tosos points out, according to Lishitaso from yesterday's daf, that the nafkamina is: Do you have to use ashes of a burnt human being or can you use other ashes? Meaning, if it's to remember, Akedas Yitzchak Tosos Shita was, you would then need to burn a human being and use those ashes because that's the only thing that would remind you of Akedas Yitzchak. Anything short of that wouldn't actually remind us of Akedas Yitzchak. And question number six about our minute on a fast day: Lama Yotzin LeBeis Hakvaros. Why would it say? Why did they go out to a Beis Hakvaros on the fast day? Um, one says it's to express that we are considered in front of HaKadosh Baruch like Mesim. And the other says so that the Mesim will daven for us, will we'll ask HaKadosh Baruch for Rachmanus on our behalf. My benayhu, what's enough community in two answers? Ik benayhu kivrei akum. Nafkamina would be whether kivrei, whether we would go to kivrei akum, to even non-Jewish cemeteries. If the whole issue is that we want the mason to daven for us, and we're not going to ask non-Jews to daven for us, mivakesh rachamim for us, but if the idea is that uh, that we're chashuv and kamesim, so then even kivrei akum would get the same message across. If you look at Tosos, Yotzon Lebeis HaKvaros, Tosos says, Mikan nogin bekol makom, leilich Lebeis HaKvaros, tishba'a, Shari Tishbav have a tinest seaboard Tishbav is the only fast day that we have that matches the intensity of the fast days that we're learning about in this Masechta for lack of rain. And therefore, if they would go to Ubeis HaKvaros for these fast days, we should go to Ubeis HaKvaros for Tisha B'Av as well. Tosa says that's the minag that people go to Ubeis HaKvaros for Tisha B'Av. Someone just asked me to, uh, this week if they're allowed to make an unveiling during the nine days, if that's mutter to do. Uh, I don't know what the svara was to think that it would be that it would be Asr. Certainly not a simcha or anything to make an unveiling, but Maybe there's dafka kiyum around the time of Tishba. Maybe the best time to do it would be Tishba to be mekayim this minuk to go to a beis hakvaros on uh, on Tishba itself. Now the Ritva writes that it's a davar pashut that they weren't going to the beis hakvaros to actually daven in the beis hakvaros because it's aser to daven in the beis hakvaros. Says the Ritva, it's loig l'rash. You're davening right in front of the mason. You know the minuk is we tuck in our tzitzis when we go to a beis hakvaros because uh, the beis in the gemara says our tzitzis are dragging right over the uh, right over the grave. What kind of uh, what kind of, 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 of mockery is that of the dead people? They can no longer do mitzvahs. Nida says a person dies, he becomes free from mitzvahs. He can't do mitzvahs anymore. And here we are showing off that we're still in the Olam Asiyah. We're still uh, racking up all the schar. We're still we're still able to do mitzvahs. So it'd be absolute loig l'rash 
to daven in the, in the cemetery. Minchas Elazar discusses, well, what are you talking about? People daven at, at Kvarim all the time. You ever go to Kever Rachel? What do you do at Kever Rachel? You aside for uh, pay uh, a lot of money for a little piece of red string that was uh, put around the Kever seven times or something. What do, what do people do? They go to daven. People go to Kever Rachel's daven. You go to Chevron. What do you do? You go to daven. So he says that maybe... Maybe uh, the idea is that mitzad kivrei avos v'yimos it's different because that was lufnei hadibur. They were never mitzuva v'yosi even during their lifetimes. So maybe the the concept of loy is not as intense. The nitziv in Hamik Shela says that, uh, that 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 nowadays maybe because we dig our kvarim much deeper than ten tefachim, it's considered a makom b'fnei That wherever the mace is, he's so deep down that it's a separate makom. So maybe that's why we're allowed to we're allowed to to daven. It's an interesting nimuk. Yosef about Loig Larash, where he says that whenever you're doing the mitzvah covered a mace, then it's not going to be a problem of Loig Larash. The Gemara Mamad Katan says that when a Tamachachim dies, we're Moshivin Yeshiva Al Kivro. They set up a Yeshiva and they learn Al Kivro by his Kever. What do you mean? It's Loig Larash. You're going to learn Torah right by the Kever? No, but it's Lukvodo. It's to show the, uh, the idea that it's, that it's for his honor. So then maybe it's not going to be Loig Larash. But, uh, but the Ritva has this interesting comment that we're not allowed to daven by Kvarim because of Loig Larash. But in general, this whole concept, what did the Gemara say? We're going to go to the Kever for the purpose of, well, Machlok is why we go to the Beisach Kvaros, but one of the possibility, possibilities is Kedeshe Yivakshu Aleinu Mesim Rachamin, that the Mesim should daven for us. The Mesim should be Mvakish Rachamin for us. There is a Ramah quoted in Simtavkov Kayal of Sivdala, the Ramah writes that, uh, that, that there that, that the minig is on Erev Rosh Hashanah to go to Beis Hakvaros because that's the idea that, uh, that the Mesim are going to be Rachamim at a time of the year where we need Rachamim Shemaim. So you go to Beis Hakvaros, the, the Mesim are going to be Rachamim. So Machsa Shekel, in his comment on the Magen of Ram over there, says that we have to be Davin Hashem, that we should be answered in the Zuchus of the Tzadikim that are there in the Beis Hakvaros, but not not chas v'shalom to daven to the mason. We don't daven to anyone but to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the al Rabbah, he quotes from the Maril a little more uh, elaborately, he says that the Beis HaKvaros is a makom kadosh v'tahar, a very unique uh, choice of words to use to describe <laughs> Beis HaKvaros as a makom tahar, right? It's the ultimate of Tumah, but he says a makom kadosh v'tahar, and he should be mechavin that Hashem should give rachmin b'zchus tzadikim, but not, again, chas v'shalom that we're davening for the mason. Prim Radin points out that you find in old Sidurim, very reliable Sidurim, that they have all sorts of tefillos where they're daven from the nefesh itself that the, that the neshama should go and should be melitz for us, should be a melitz yosha for us uh, in, 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 our own, uh, in our own judgment. So in this, the, the Lashon of Arasugya sounds like the Mesim of Mavakesh Rachman. But Mnuchas Lazar says that, no, maybe it's not that we're asking the Mesim to be Mavakesh Rachman. Our mere presence there makes it that the mason will be Mavakish Rachman. But we're not there to ask the mason to be Mavakish Rachman. We're there to show up. We show up, the mason are Mavakish Rachman for us, whether it's that they appreciate that we're there at the kever. If they even know that we're there at the kever, it's not so posh, it's Sugiyam Brachos. What the mason knows, do the mason even know what's going on uh, down down here on, on, on earth? So it's not, not so not so posh. Um, there is a, uh, the, 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 a, a, the grub. Um, who says that a person should not go to a base of at all um, because over there there's klipos that are mistabek, particularly nashim, and all of the uh, tsaros and avonos come from the fact that people go to a base of 
and uh, this is based on Kabbalah, based on Chaim Vital, that a person should stay far away from Besakvaros. And so they, they stay in Aliyos Aliyah, it says that one time the Gra went with his brother to their mother's kever on her yard site, and the Gra said that at the time that uh, mom is really happy about this and she's so excited to greet us, you know, when we're going to the to the kever. But then a few days later he told his brother that he regrets having gone, Tsarloma O that he went to the Besakvaros and to the Keverimo, and he's left with only Tsar and Yagon, and from then on he never went to the Besakvaros again. And Minagra Dafka not to go to a Besakvaros. I think in the Salvechik family they just weren't not that they had a minig like the Gra never ever to go, but they weren't so into the idea of going to Besakvaros. But when the Rav's wife died, he used to go all the time. Um, and Unveilings, though. What? Unveilings, I guess, would be. Unve- yeah. Well, we have to be We have to put up in Matzeva. But um, but when his wife died, apparently he went all the time, and you know. He, he, had his, he had his family minig, but he also very much missed his wife, and that gave him some sense of comfort to, to go to the to go to the Beis Hakvaros. We do also have on record Gedolei Yisrael who were makbid to go at least to Kivrayavos to go visit Kivrayavos. Rav Yonasnaipshitz writes in a letter to uh, to to, his, to 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 the Kila of Metz after he was uh, he was appointed Rav that he's going to be a little bit late because he has to stop by a different city where he has Kivrayavos where he has to visit. So you have uh, various tzaddikim. He says he has to go to. Some, not some other city. He has to go to the city of Eibshitz. That's how he got the name of Eibshitz. That's where his Kivriyavos was. He had to go to the city of Eibshitz to go visit the Kivriyavos. Very uh, interesting, this idea of going to, uh, to Kivarim in general. Um, and the other possibility is that we're going because we're trying to say that we're Chashuvim Kamesim. In what sense are we Chashuvim Kamesim? So the Torah says, we're saying that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not Merachim on us, so then our lives are worthless. And it's, so then we're, we're Kamesim. We need HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rachmanus. The Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch say a little differently. The Rambam in the fourth parak of Hilchus Tainios and Shulchanach and Tafkofa in Tez say that the, the Chashuvim Kamesim is not like a Tefillah Takarosh Baruch Hu, it's a Hisorus for us that if we don't do better, then uh, then then our lives are worthless. Not to daven to Hashem, Hashem, you have to be Merachim, but rather just to wake ourselves up. Do you know what what we are? You know what we're worth without doing tshuva? We're like Mesim. It's to wake up the tzibur to the reality of uh, of 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 our of our level. So uh, further in the Gemara now, now we discuss just parenthetically my Har Hamoria. Why are we talking about Har Hamoria? So Rashi points out once we mentioned in the previous discussion this is not about the things we do on a fast day but once we just mentioned the machlokas between Rabbi Levi Barcham and Rabbi Hanina we mentioned another discussion between those two same Amoraim so it's Har Hamoria Hamoria means Har of Hora'o where, where Psak Halacha came out to Klal Yisrael the Torah came to Klal Yisrael Maria, that's where we got uh, that, that, that's where Torah and Hora'a originates. There's a discussion what Haramaria refers to, whether it refers to Harsinai or whether it refers to the Harabais. So uh, the, Rashi assumes that Haramaria is Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. That's referring to Harabais. It's referring to the fact that it's Kimitzion, it's coming from Yerushalayim. V'chadamar, Har Sheyatsim Menu Mora Lo'ovdei Kochavim. It's the Har that Mora, that Pachad, 
grips the Ovde Kochavim. How does that affect, how does that relate to Arabayas? Why the Ovde Kochavim have a sense of Mora? Certainly Harsinai, we understand. The Gemara says that Harsinai was called Harsinai because Misham Yarda Sinali Olam. That's where anti-Semitism came from. That it caused such an incredible jealousy amongst the Yomos Olam to Klal Yisrael that, they, that, that it, it, it became that they hated us. That that's how, where Sinai came. Where does the Mora come from? So Rashi says they can hear about all the miracles that go on in the Beis HaMikdash and the godless of the, what the Beis HaMikdash is, and that's going to create a sense of awe for the Yomos Olam for Klal Yisrael. So the Mishnah had said that the Zakin gets up and he says a speech. If there's a Zakin there, let the Zakin say the speech. Now we hear the word Zakin is being used to describe an old person. In Chumash, when we talk about the mitzvah to stand for a Zakin, that's not about an old person. It says, Seva is an old person. Zakin is a person it refers to Tamil Chacham. Over here we're assuming Zakin means an old person. We do have sometimes in the Mishnah Pirkei Avos where the Mishnah goes through Ben Chamesh Lemikra Ben Asa Lemishah Ben Chamesh Lemikra Ben Shman Asa Lechubah V'chulei V'chulei So it has been I think it's Shishim Lezikna and Shivim Leseva I think it is. So uh, that, that's talking about an age that hit, reaching a certain age gets a person to Zikna. So anyway so uh, if there's a Zakin the Zakin should be the one saying it. And if not, then let a Tamil Chacham say it. Vimlav, and if you don't have a Tamil Chacham, Omer Adam Shatsura, let someone who looks like a Tamil Chacham say it. Someone who's an impressive looking character, let him say it. Atu Zakin de Ka'amri, Afal Gav Delav Chachamu. Wait a second. So the Zakin, who's the first choice, is someone who's not a Tamil Chacham, which sounds to be old? Why would you get a guy like that to do it? So I'm Rabbi Hachi Kamar. No, what we mean to say is as follows. Im Yesh Zakon Vuhu Zakin Vuhu Chacham, Omer Zakin Vuhu Chacham. If you happen to have a Zakin who's also have the guy who's a Zakin and a Tamil Chacham do it. Vimlav Omer Chacham. If you can't find that, at least have a Chacham do it, even if he's younger. Vimlav Omer Adam Shultzura. And if not, then at least have someone who's impressive looking and could uh, impose on the Tzibor to, to feel a sense of emotion. Achenu lo sak gormim And he says in his speech, it's not our sackcloth, it's not our fasting that causes HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Merachim. It's the Tshuva and the Maisim Tovim that cause HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Merachim. Is it more Dibri Mutzer or is well, these are, this is what he says. Here's the speech. You could decide for yourself, right? That it's not the sackcloth, it's not the fasting, it's the, I mean, it's not, it's, yeah, it's the tshuva, it's the maizim tovim, it's shekein matzinum, and we also have the element of going to the cemetery, all of that, uh, to, to, to motivate us. Shekein matzinum banshe ninveh shelo nemar behem vayaro l'kim esakam estanisam, elavayaro l'kim esmaaseim kishavu midarkam ara'a. It doesn't say banshe ninveh that Hashem saw the outward expressions, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Baruch uh, knows what's going on inside our minds and that's what he looks at he wants to see if we're doing sincere tshuva now once we mention Anshe Ninveh so the Pasuk, the Gemara Darsh and some other Pesukim about the Anshe Ninveh what did they do with the behema? So asra behemos luchud vesavlados luchud. What they did is they tied up the behemos on one side, and the children, the offspring of those behemos. It's not a Disney movie. It's not the children. The offspring of those of those behemos they tied up on the on the other side. Amru lufana that they said ribonu shalom imena tamarachem aleinu ein anu marachem imaledu. And they would say ribonu shalom. If you're not going to have rachmanos on us, well, we're not going to have rachmanos on these animals. What's that about? If you're not going to have rachmanos on us, we're not going to have rachmanos on these animals. So, uh, so could be to, that that they're trying to 
to invoke the rachamim of the people, meaning everyone feels bad when a little baby animal looks like it's tortured, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking. So maybe they're trying to get the people to have a sense of rachmanus, because a person has, has, has a sense of rachmanus in his heart, will be marachim. The, uh, the Ben Yoyada explains that no, what's the point of creation, of all of creation? Why did Kodesh Baruch Hu create Behemoth in the first place? He created Behemoth to be Mishamish Adam. So we're telling Kodesh Baruch Hu, if we're not important and we're not needed here, well then the behemoths are useless. So we might as well not be not have any animals. We might as well uh, kill them also and have no rachmanus on them on, the, on, on them either. So maybe that's that's the idea. In the Sefer Lushma Bilimudim, he says he points out that they're wearing sack. Sack is uh, is 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 uh, goat uh, hair, goat skins. That's to show that they're merachim. On them, like uh, like on behemoths, because uh, they they are they are behemoths. I mean, they're dressed like behemoths. You want to have rachmanus on the behemoths? Well, we're behemoths right now. You should have rachmanus on us as well. Uh, Pasuk continues. My amur. What do they say? If you have one person who's desperate, someone else is not. You have uh, someone who's capable, someone who's not. You have a tzaddik and a rasha. So who's going to be? Favored in front of who? Yeshuvu Ish Midarko Hara'a Uminachamas Hashem Chapeim, and they did tshuva from their uh, bad ways and from the chamas from the stealing. Mayu Minachamas Hashem Chapeim. What's the chamas that they did? Amar Shmuel Afilu Gazal Marish Ubnao Bebira. Even if they stole a beam and had taken that beam and built it into a building, Mekakeh Kala Birukulu Maxim Marish Lebaylov. They would rip apart the entire building in order to return that beam to its proper owner. That's the god of the kind of tshuva that they did. For us, for Klal Yisrael, we have a takanas marish. There's a takana drabanan that we do not have to do that for a takanas hashavim to make it easier to do tshuva if we steal a beam and build it into a building. We don't have to rip apart the entire building to find that beam and return it. We can just pay for it, even though normally if you stole something and you still have the object, you have to return the object. You can't just pay for it. But once we put it into a building, a special takana drabanan, we don't have to rip apart the building. But they went beyond that. They, they uh, It was before takanas marish, so probably Mikra didn't, they had to do that anyway. They ripped apart the building to, re- to uh, return the beam. If a person uh, uh, does an Avera and he says Vidoy, but then he doesn't really do Tshuva from the Avera. So what's he like? And this is a famous Mashal of Chazal. It's like a person who's holding a Sheret in his hand. That even if he were to Tovel, in all the, the waters in the wor- world, the Tvila is not going to help. He's still going to be Tomei. Zarko Miyado, but as soon as he throws that chariot out of his hand, then as soon as he goes into one kosher mikvah, 40 saw worth of a mikvah, his tvila works. So that's the idea of tovel the sheretz that one cannot expect to become tahar by going to a mikvah when he's still hanging on to his sheretz. So the achronim have a famous chakira about this halacha of tovel the sheretz biyado. How are we to understand tovel the sheretz biyado? Is it that the tevila worked, but you then became tame again from touching the sheretz. Or do we say no? The tevila wasn't didn't work at all. As so long as sheretz biado, there never was a tevila. There never, there never, there never ha- happened to have been a, a tevila at all. Ah, so the main nafkamina. So nafkamina is the gabi tumas migdash, where you need a yediyah mitchila for tumas migdash, where, where tame mace touches a sheretz. 
bitvilasa. I mean, the person's tummy makes. And now he's touching a sheretz while he's being toveled below yedia. He doesn't realize that he's touching that he's touching a sheretz. So he's going to be put from carbon to mikdash. If you assume that the tevila worked, he became tamei meis biyedia, right? So if you assume the tevila works on his previous tuma, so now he's taller from that previous tuma. But his new tuma happened below yedia. The tuma of the sheretz biyada happened below yedia, so he's not going to be chayiv a carbon for that. But if it's just if we view it that the tevila never worked in the first place, so he still has the ultima that happened to be to give a nafkamina, and therefore it's going to turn out that he's going to be chayiv a carbon. Uh, another nafkamina he quotes in the, in the sift on a footnote. They quote from Rav Ruben Grozovsky, quoted in the Sefer Shalma Yosef. It says like this: Another nafkamina that if a person is matbil a kli tame inside another klitame where it works midin migo l'chitzon, it works for the for the inner kli as well so he says what if a sheretz is touching the outer kli and not the inner kli so the inner kli is only becoming tahar agav the tevila of the outer kli well, is there a tevila of the adrikli? If you assume that something that's touching a sharetz, the tevila doesn't work at all, then it's not going to work for the inner kli either. But if you assume it does work, it's just that it's becoming tamay again from, from touching the sharetz, well then the tevila of the adrikli will then work for the, for the inner kli. The tumma is not going to transfer from the adrikli. No, not at that level. So... Um, so, so, okay, so further in the, in the Gemara now, uh, at the two dots at the bottom. So they'd get Davin, they would have someone who was qualified lead the, the Tzibor. They would only have someone who's used to the Tzibor, who's familiar with the Tzibor's Davin. Rabbi Yudah says you need the following qualifications, ten qualifications, to be the ideal Shliach Tzibor. Children, but doesn't have what to provide them with. Vyeshli gives he has work in the field, so he has what to daven for that the rain should come. Ubeso rekam, his house is empty. The Gemara is going to ask, isn't that the same thing as Matupaveinlo, that he doesn't have anything at home? So Beso rekam, his house is empty. Upirko na'a, he has a good reputation. Vishafal berich, he's an anav. Umrutsaliam, people like him, they want him to be the Shir Sibur. Vyeshlo ni'ima, he has a nice voice. Vikolo arev, and he has a nice voice. Unclear to me what the difference is between those two. If anyone knows, I maybe mean, one is that nice he has, has a nice nusach, maybe, maybe has a nice, no, because Yeshlo uh, Ni'ima, I think Rashi says about the voice, right? Yeshlo Ni'ima, Rashi says, Besume Kala, he's able to sing, right, that's what must be what I mean, the nusach, that he's able to, to get people's, pull people's heartstrings with his voice, and Kala Arev just means that he has a pleasant sound to his voice, a pleasant tone. Ubaki Likros Petorben Vim Uksuvim Lishos Pemaj Palachs Vagados, and he's a Baki in Torah, in learning. Ubaki b'chala brachas kulon, and he's a baki in all the brachas they have to say. And as soon as they went through all those qualifications, v'yavu rabbanu nayu brabiyitzik parami. Everyone looked at rabiyitzik parami like it's so obvious that he's the guy. You know, he's the one that that had all of those qualifications. So before we even ask the the the, the gemara gets to the questions, why is it that he has to be a baki in Tanakh? Does he have to know Tanakh for in order to be a good shliach tzibur? So the Mishnah Brewer writes in the name of the Eli Rabbah that, uh, that, that there's a concept that if a person is not interested in learning Torah, then his tefillah is a toeva as well. So he wants someone who's, uh, who's, who's, who's a ben Torah in the, to daven. He wants someone who dafka is a ben Torah. Others explain based on the Rambam in the fourth paragraph of Tainios that we add psukim and ta- that the, the shliach tzibur is allowed to add psukim and tachnun and midaito. He's allowed to volunteer 
volunteer his own psukim in Tachnunim. Well, he's got to know some psukim if he's going to volunteer his own psukim in Tachnunim. Pashtus is, I thought, just that if he's going to be, he's reading psukim all the time, if he knows what those psukim mean and he understands the context and he's able to, he understands that, what, I mean, what, you know, the, the, all the, of that stuff to understand. They can just study before. Uh, the tefillos are full of psukim. Study, from study the, the tefillos themselves before. Right? You don't need to be fucking honest. Okay, okay. But he, he, like uh, Rav David Hirsch once told me in, uh, in Yeshiva when I asked him a kasha in the Tosos, Rav Tosos quoted a uh, Gemara. He says, if Tosos quotes a Gemara, you better learn that whole parak. And uh, so similarly, when uh, Tefillah, when it quotes one Pasuk, you can't just learn one, one Pasuk. You don't know what one Pasuk means. It's not enough to study the Tefillah. You have to learn the whole context to really understand what it's talking about. So that's what I thought the Pashtus was. So, So this is Metubal Veinlo seems like the same thing as Beis The guy's poor. We get it. So means his house is empty from any Averos. Pirkona means he has a good reputation that even as a child he didn't uh, he didn't have any bad reputation. No one said anything bad about him even even when he when he was a kid. Rashi says this means that there was no Chamas and Gezel Bebeso, that he didn't uh, he hadn't he, I'm sorry, Besorekum and Avera Rashi says that there was no Chamas and Gezel going on. There was no stealing in in his house. Ram says that it doesn't that that, that Beso Rekum and Avera means not just that he doesn't do Avera, so his children have a good reputation, that he raises fine children who don't do Averos. Good. So the Haisali Nachlasi Kariya Biyar Nasnalai Bikola Al Kinsnasya, my Nasalai Bikola, Amrazucha Bartovyas and Razuch Bartov explains Amrav, Ramid Amrav Khambar Amrav Lazar, Zeshliak Sibur, this is a reference to the Shliak Sibur Sha'ino Hagun, Hayari the Fnayateva. It's a reference to the Shliak Sibur is not an appropriate Shliak Sibur who takes the Yamu to Davin. So we mentioned in the Mishnah that you say the regular 18 brachas Shimon Esrei, but then we add six more. So then we, and then we went through the chasimos of all the seven brachos. So Gemara says, well, wait a second, Hani Sheish, Sheva Havyan. How can you say we're only adding six brachos? And then we went through seven chasimos. It actually went through seven different chasimos. No, Shvius means it's the seventh bracha that we have a long, a long text to. Because the first of these seven that we have a long text to is actually one of the normal 18 brachos of Shimon Esrei. Is the bracha of Gal Yisrael, and then we have the six additional brachas that also have a long text. Kedetanya b'Gal Yisrael Marich u'b'Chosama hu Omer in the Gal Yisrael he says a longer text and he concludes it by saying Mishanas Avram Baramuria hu Yaneschem Yishma b'Kol Tzakaskom Yamazeh Baruch Gal Yisrael veHeinor Nachrav Amein and then everyone answers Amein v'Chazan Akres Zomer Lam Tiku b'Nei Aaron Tiku v'Chazan Akres says they should blow shofar v'Chazan Avram Mishanas Avsein Al Yamsuf hu Yaneschem Yishma b'Kol Tzakaskom Yamazeh Baruch Zochar Neshkachos then you go on to the brach of Zichronos with that chasima and everyone answers Amen and then he says the Bnei Aaron should be Maria by each bracha the Chazan HaKnes would get up and make some sort of announcement for the Quranim to either be Tokea or Maria and you switch off from one to the next this is all B'Gvulim that they would answer Amen in the base of Migdash there's no answering Amen I mean I how do I know you don't answer a man in the You might think all brachos get the same tehila, the same praise at the end. Tamlomar, umramam al kol bracha utihila. Al kol bracha, 
Tain lo tihila. Each bracha gets its own tihila. Vel be mikdash ma'omer. Okay, so good. So we don't answer amen for everything. What did they say in the mikdash? Baruch Hashem elokim elokay shalom minolim vadolim baruch kol Yisrael veheinon nachrav baruch shem kavod malchuso liolam vaed. The proper response in the mikdash was baruch shem kavod malchuso liolam liolam vaed. The Ritva explains because we're we're they were masker shem amaforosh. So by shem amaforosh, when you hear the shem amaforosh, you have to say baruch shem kavod malchuso liolam vaed. The achronim just have a hard time with that Ritva because they would answer not only when they would be masker. The, uh, the, 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 in the Tfilos, they would say Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuso and there was no Shem Amaforosh. It was only in Yom Kippur and by Birchus Kohanim that they would say the Shem Amaforosh in the base of English. Not only that, we said in Harabayas they would also answer Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuso and that, that there was no Shem Amaforosh. But maybe because it's in the vicinity of where Shem Amaforosh is said, I'm not sure what the Ritva means. The Chazda Knesset Zomer Lehem Tiku Akhanim Bnei Aaron Tiku Vechozer Vomer Misha Nesavrom Vahar Muriya Huya Neschem Yishma Bekol Tzalkaskam Yom Azeb Baruch Hashem Again, the Bryce is saying pretty much the same thing. Each bracha the Chazanakas would say something else, either a real tickle, he would alternate from one to the other. And this was the minute that was taken by these two Gedolei Amorim to say Baruch Shem Bed instead of Amain in their hometowns. When the Chum heard about this, they said, no, 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 this is only something that's for the Shar Mizrach and the Harabais. This isn't for wherever you happen to live. The Istamri and others have a Brisa a little bit different. It's really pretty much the same. There are 24 brachas, the regular 18 plus the additional 6. Where do we say those extra 6? Between the brach of Gal Yisrael and, and the Rofei Chole. And they would say a longer bracha of Gula. And the answer remains each and every bracha. The kafa yunogin begvulin. Avol b'migdash ayom bracha shem lokei shol minol v'adol bracha v'lisol v'lo yon nachra v'mein. In the migdash they would not answer amein. V'kol kach lama l'fi sheinon amein b'migdash because you don't say amein in the migdash. Minayin sheinon amein b'migdash. Shnemar kum baruch hashem lokei minol v'adol mi baruch hashem kodachum rom al kol bracha utila al kol bracha bracha tein lo tihila. So that's why they would say something else. Baruch hashem kol matzol yom ved in the migdash instead of amein. Tan Rabbanan al rishonu shem baruch hashem lokei shol minol v'adol baruch v'lisol Again, going through the whole procedure of what they would do. That was the first bracha. And the second bracha. So we're messiahing with the zochar neshkachos because it's a chronos. And they answer in the base of mikdash. The chazan aknesas omer hariu bnei aron hariu vaomer misha and he says this passage that the same Makrosh Baruch who answered uh, our forefathers Chris Yamsuf should answer should answer you and then they would uh, they would blow through it Kiyotrua um, or or uh, they, they would be Maria Tokeo Maria Bechin Bechol Bracha Ubracha Ba'achas Omer Tiku Ba'achas Omer Hariu and again they would switch off between whether they say Tiku or Hariu at Shehigamar Sabrachas Kula until they got through all the Brachas Bechin Hinegrabi Chalafta Bizvar Bechon this is what these two rabbis did in their hometowns, and when the matter came to the Chacham to determine whether it was appropriate, that it 
was inappropriate, that was only a minhag in Shari Mizrach and Arabayis. Rabbi Yudah Omer Loyet Tzarech Lomar Zechronos. Rabbi Yudah says, no, there's no Zechronos in Shofros on fast days. And he substituted two other brachos, if you recall in the Mishnah. Why does Rabbi Yehuda not say Zechronos and Shofros? The only time we say Zechronos and Shofros is when it's Rosh Hashanah, when it's Yovel, and when it's a time of Melchama. But for Tainios, for rain, we're not going to say Zechronos and Shofros. That we have, uh, we have these other brachas that Rabbi Yehuda substituted instead. Okay, we'll pick up Davyud Zayin tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we'll learn... Sometime early afternoon, if there's any interest. Okay. Maybe again through.